Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Laura, a very mysterious erotica writer and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at Tales of Laura on Instagram. And today, we are back with a fetish called Pony Play and the gay erotica that's taking China by storm. Every week on the show, we'll sing the gospel, which is all about sex news. We'll worship an erotic artist, and we'll hear some confessions, really questions, and sex stories from you guys. Let's dive in. Amen. another Sunday. It's another Sunday. Welcome back to Pussy Church. All right, bye, bye. <laughs> what? <laughs> Laura is on one right now. Um, blessed be the pussy. May he rise. May she open to your touch, my friends. Well, welcome. This time for real without my funny voice. And who am I here with? You're here with Mona D. Baker oh, or oh. otherwise people have been calling me just the boner maker so seriously i've been getting dms being like the boner maker talked about this on the I podcast i'm it. like boner maker oh mona yeah. <laughs> i love it i'll take it i think it's amazing yeah. i want that nickname jesus christ it's like a badge oh, of honor that's that's you don't even need that you know that you're the boner maker i whatever i love that you have that name <laughs> Oh, wow, it's a beautiful day today at church, and I'm so excited. There's so many things I, I want to so talk many, about. So many things. To talk we already there. previewed a couple of videos and stuff, so oh, I, boy. I had to like show Mona all that shit, and she's like, "Oh God, it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be an interesting one today." So um, we always start with, "What's new? What's new with you?" Uh, well, not much in a physical sense. My my um, yeah, in a bodily sense. <laughs> Well, let me let me explain. My my boyfriend's out of town right now. Um, he travels quite a bit for work. So I was thinking, I was like, oh, not much is new with me. But uh, it, last night we got into a conversation. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it sexting. I kind of feel weird about sexting. Oh, like, you do? I don't know. I'm not very good at verbalizing mm. the thing. Like I'd, I'd like rather just you have I'd, to work on it a little. Yeah, bit. yeah I'd rather just it. do it to you than talk about doing it to you. Do you like dirty talk then? Not I hate and, I hate dirty oh, talk. Oh I God. hate when someone like wants me to, to talk. narrate. Oh God! I, like during this sex. Is so funny to me. I I like <laughs> this guy I dated couldn't get off unless you would I like, talk. Would talk to him, and I that, like that makes like me very cringe. specifically. So because for me, like a little, I can do a little bit, and I like it a little bit. You know, just like yeah. say a few things. And yeah, like, but like I needed to go on like a tell the whole story. Okay, that for me is crazy because I feel like I need to concentrate, and I can't be like while I'm. Oh, I did I tell you this before when like dudes ask while you give them a blowjob, and they're like, "How does this feel like? How does this feel like?" I'm like, "How am I supposed to explain yeah, this? I have I, your dick in my exactly. mouth, man. Exactly. <laughs> I can't. I have a mouth, but my mouth is full. <laughs> I was always like imagining he wants me to like stop and like just hold his dick and like talk to him about how it feels like. I'm like, it's yeah, pretty rough. Like I can't breathe. <laughs> it's it's not necessarily even narr- it wasn't narrating. It what was more want? so like uh, tell him what I wanted or like oh uh, or just give him sexy scenarios to talk about. Oh while shit! He's oh, so you me. had to like a whole you had to do a whole another scene. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Damn. And the, then obviously that totally took me out of the like. And I was well, you have like, to... oh, now we have to narrate the shit. Well, and, and then you're not. I mean, like, how are you telling come? the story? Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it you're like, me. um. So the princess <laughs> <laughs> is getting flocked by. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I don't know why I came up with this fucking scenario right now, but this would completely. This would be me like writing erotica while I'm a fucking. Yeah. It, that. Mm. And if it's not what's happening right now, then it's so odd, no? Yeah, it was. It, it, I got pretty sick of it. Anyway. Anyway, back to the real story. <laughs> so, so, as has been established, I, I'm not someone who normally just like likes like telling a made up story, like, oh, and now you're whatever. I, I feel like most people want to just hear, like, oh, your dick's big and like yeah, it feels so fucking good inside yeah, of me. Yeah, like, but. As far as far like as <laughs> as far as texting with my boyfriend long mm-hmm. distance, we we weren't having a conversation like oh now I'm going down on like mm-hmm. yeah, it was yeah. more the we were we play. were yeah we were talking about what we want to do when we get back together okay and nice. that that I can do because that's yeah. genuine I'm not like making up the story there's some reason that just feels really weird well to me. and then also I feel like that's kind of exciting because it forces you to like come up with new things you want to try with your partner yeah exactly and it's it like a, it's you. a nice it's an easy forum to like maybe talk about things that you want that when you, fantasies yeah yeah that you you wouldn't ask for in person so yeah like next time we're together let's, so let's try this um <laughs> we're gonna get the intel <laughs> he's, he's he still wants to be pegged nice yes it hasn't happened yet man not yet i want just for my own personal like <laughs> curiosity i want to hear how this goes <laughs> Just so I know, like, I want a first-hand account, so I know if I should ever try this. Yeah. I mean, I want to try it. It'll well, be interesting. It, yeah, it seems interesting. And his his birthday's coming up, so I was like... <laughs> oh, I, it's a birthday uh, Well, no, 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 no. But, like, well, it's it started off, like, oh, your birthday's coming up, and I was sharing, like, different lingerie with him to see, like, oh, what should I buy to wear on your birthday? I, and then it, and yeah, and then that's how the conversation evolved, like, what he would want to do What kind me. of lingerie do you like? you like, like, bondage, like, bondage stuff or very, like, delicate? kid girly things not super girly necessarily uh i i don't know if i've figured it i'm like we has been established i'm new to this whole lingerie <laughs> thing so i'm still figuring it out but yeah. he he personally doesn't like things that are too busy so mm. like just a nice like lace or bot yeah. like i have this um latex uh a latex garter belt which is pretty cool it, like it snaps I and stuff i love it's, it yeah that oh. that one's fun also i think latex makes you feel so sexy yeah there's something about it because it's so like it's a little dom oh now. yeah yeah a little, uh, sexy dom <laughs> <laughs> you should wear it when you peg him <laughs> you totally should oh gotta, yeah because you gotta be in that whole like role like right exactly character that fucking pegs a dude man <laughs> You better have your whip ready. Oh, man. Oh, I do have a whip. See? You could have did a whole... Sh- well, he, I don't know if he wants this. I'm just like, yeah. you have to do I, all I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to go into a whole Dom character. I don't think that's necessarily like... No, uh, but like just that feeling. Wait, yeah. but what is what, are, what is something that you told him that you want when he, he comes back? Um, the, More butt play. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just use my anal plug last night. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, they're great. They're fantastic. Oh, do you have like a specific butt play you want to do or just like? No, start, starting off with, we were just telling a scenario, like start off with his tongue oh. and his finger and then a plug and then 
You want to sit on his face and shit? Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> now you're just putting ideas in him. That's that's a thing. Yeah. I heard. Uh, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. You heard. <laughs> face sitting. Yeah, this is, sounds very interesting and fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I have, like actually a guy I've dated like who's so into it and it's so funny. Really? To me. So I was like, I wanna I want you to sit on my face. Yeah. Sit on my face. I'm like, yes, okay. Yeah, it's all fine. right. If you're begging, you know. The, <laughs> I personally like guys do like that. I don't uh, I mean, it's fine, but I don't want to smother a guy. Well, yeah, that's a thing. I mean, I just um a guy I've been dating, um, he he actually it just happened like a week ago or something he's like oh sit on my face but i mean i'm not gonna unless he really wants me to full-on like put my weight on his face yeah. i'm not like fully no you just sinking down yeah no, no 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 i mean that's a little unless he gets turned on by not breathing you right. know which <laughs> some people do yeah it's a total thing yeah. but i think it's more about I don't know what it is what it does. I should yeah. ask. Yeah. Well, I think it might be easier for them actually because we provide the pressure. Right. You know, so he doesn't and have to like. And you just lay back as opposed to like having your neck crooked. Like. Totally. Oh. They're yeah, so just, lazy. They're so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually what I think sometimes when I'm writing it, dude. I'm like, I'm like, I mean, I actually like to be on top, but not like for the whole. Yeah. Um, for the whole session. <laughs> session. Yeah, that's such a medium thing. No, I don't, you know, like writing is amazing, but it's also, it is like us doing all the work. Yeah, exactly. Which it's fine, but not right. all the time. No, not all the time. You need to I'm like, come on. Yeah. Turn around. <laughs> Let's turn around eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so that's what's new with me. Just I love kind of that. finding ways that. to, to, tickle those sexual urges while you're away from each other yeah and then like keep it alive and yeah. have that play with each other if you i mean i've done i think it always depends on your partner and on you obviously yeah. i don't sext with everybody but then there's some people well you, where s- you send fits. recording of your orgasm to someone which is awesome i'd still need yeah i need to do that you should do it i just did one one more really yeah <laughs> i love it well you're finding inventive actually, but also you get more comfortable with your um with your sounds yeah oh but this girl actually this is so interesting this girl wrote me a dm mm-hmm. after um i talked about the recording of yeah. the orgasm recording right and she was like oh listen have you ever seen that YouTube channel, Hysterical Literature? And I have, um, because my friend Stoya was on it too. But that is a YouTube channel that is everyone it? should check out. It's like girls reading their favorite books while um, being having like an or- uh, like a vibrator underneath the table. Yeah, and you can't see that they're totally dressed, and they they read and slowly they start getting aroused and then eventually they'll orgasm. Sometimes yeah. it takes like seven minutes of I've them like reading this a before. book. It's amazing. It's it's, the idea is so brilliant. Yeah, it's it's like makes me crazy. I've been wanting to do this. But she actually did that for her boyfriend, for her ex-boyfriend. She recorded herself reading a book while using a vibrator. No way. Yes. That's amazing. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. So I was like, that will be the next one I'll do. Yeah, I love it. And that one I would actually even do in a video. If I'm fully dressed and I'm just reading a book and I'm yeah. coming. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to think about this. <laughs> of my face in anything. Yeah. Because my face is in nothing. Um, yeah, but I thought that was a really fun no, idea, I, I right? Love it. I love it. So yeah, new ideas. So. Also for a long distance. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, anyway, so what's what's new with you? What's new with me? So actually, I a few years ago I bought um with my ex, um, my ex-partner, I bought a book that is called The Multi-Orgasmic Couple. Mm-hmm. Um, by Montag Chia. 
and my Niwan Chia. And it's a super, it's a very interesting book that is um, like based on Taoist sexual practices. And oh, cool. we bought it back then and we kind of like started playing with it and then kind of forgot about it. So I never really got fully into it. I didn't know there was ex. Taoist sexual practices. Yeah. Is it like kind of like Karma Sutra? It's similar to Tantra actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, like sorry. with breathing Tantra. techniques yeah. and um, muscle contraction techniques and stuff. But I thought, um, so I saw the book. I I, I moved mm-hmm. like a month ago and I've refound this book, yeah. you know? We found this book and I was like, okay, this is interesting. So let's let's check it out. You know, multi-orgasmic. Yeah. I mean, I have had multiple orgasms before, but it's more like, it kind of happens, but I don't have a full-on practice for me to, like, go deeper. And right. Like, and like we said before, like, cosmic orgasms, sometimes they, it happens to you, but you are not really in control in of, control of yeah. when it will. Right. So I was like, oh, well, why not actually check this out and, like, yeah. see how to... Tr- as I'm so into training myself and research. I know. I love yeah. you treat sex as like this. Like I'm a student. Like a sport now. Like yeah. <laughs> Olympic discipline. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's fucking amazing. I'm such a crazy person. Um, so, but really, um, in Taoism, they call it the art of the bed chamber. The art that's, of the yeah, bed chamber? Yeah, that's a translation, wow. you know, and it's 3,000 years old. It's practices from um, multiple orgasms and yeah. sex, and they see sex from a from a way of health, not morality, right? Okay. So it's actually about your body. Sexuality is one part of you, right. of all of us. Yeah. And in order to be healthy, you're like exercising, like you would for your physical body. Right. Right? So, and it's about energy and... Um, but what I f- found so incredibly interesting that women are um, able to have multiple orgasms is pretty, um, I don't know, widely known. Yes. Even though apparently only between 15 and 20 percent of women have multiple orgasms. Hmm. But they can. Yeah. And everyone kind of knows about it. Right. right. So but about men, not many people talk about that. No. And I thought, I even talked to a friend early today because I was like, I need to figure this out. Like I did a little study with my (laughs) male friends. (laughs) No, but so men are also able to have a multiple orgasm, but they don't, most of them don't know. That it's possible. That it's possible because there's one little fact that most men I think will find kind of crazy is that orgasm and ejaculation are not the same thing in a man. Whoa. A man can orgasm without ejaculating and he will still be hard and he can keep on going and have another orgasm, not ejaculate. Whoa. Multiply that as, you know, depending on how much you practice. Cool. And then decide whenever he wants to ejaculate. What? Yes. That is some serious self You can fucking train yourself to do that um, as a man. And it's so interesting because obviously Taoists have like taught this for like 3,000 years. But also in the 40s, um, the really famous sex researcher, Alfred Kinsley, Uh he also did research and found out that that's possible. Wow. So that's the thing that I'm not, obviously we're not dudes, so these things. Apparently boys start ejaculating when they're 12, 13-ish. Before that, no semen comes up, right? Yeah. But they still can have an orgasm before. Oh. So guys who or boys who start masturbating earlier can have an orgasm, but there won't be any ejaculation. Right. And then as soon as they start or- like ejaculating, they connect the orgasm directly to it. Right. And also because it has such an overwhelming feeling, 
that they that release yeah that they think it's it's one and the same yeah it's one and the same but it is actually not which is crazy wow so um i'm fascinated i know right yeah. isn't that fucking fascinating yeah so I mean, since we're not dudes, it's a little harder to like really fully imagine how this works. But the first steps that they're so the first step in becoming a multi-orgasmic couple, <laughs> so stupid, right? But like in in some other sense, um, to get into that practice is solo play. So it's like masturbation, right. and they actually have like a fun. They call it either solo cultivation or genetical exercise. <laughs> genetical exercise as well. That takes all the sexiness out of it. It does. So we'll call it masturbating. Uh, yeah. Well, solo play, I think, is fun. Solo play, So yeah. I think, so you, before you go together and then do it like a Taoist practice with your partner, right. you have to start with your own body. Yep. And this is like, I think, everything we've talked about without even having a fucking Taoist thing, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. You have to get to know your body as a woman and as a man. Right. But for women, it often is a little lacking behind yeah. because of cultural things but with a guy so what they obviously if you're really interested as a man you either purchase this book or fi- find out more about taoist and tantric practices mm-hmm. but just to give you a little bit of an idea what boys have to do yeah <laughs> what men have to do <laughs> so really what they talk about is first of all to get the concept right yeah that you can do that and it's proven scientifically that you can have an orgasm without ejaculating um and the way you train wow. that is with your PC muscle. Um, and we obviously have that, like Kegel exercises, right? Yeah. But a guy has that too. And it's the same thing. So it's that muscle that goes from like the pubic bone to the tailbone. Yeah. And it's the contraction, like when you have to, or stop peeing. When right. you ha- want to stop peeing. Yep. And release, like as a girl. It's so funny. I think every time somebody talks about that, the first thing everyone does is like do it, right? <laughs> I'm like, like talking about it and just squeezing it myself. <laughs> going on right now. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> no, but like so dudes have the same thing. And the funny thing in this book is that they actually recommend starting by peeing and just stop peeing and start peeing a few oh. times just to be able to feel that muscle. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes because sense. Because that is the muscle that will help you pull back the ejaculation. So right before you come, you're supposed to contract that PC. <laughs> she's, still, she's still using hand movements. It's really <laughs> entertaining. I wish you guys could see this. <laughs> we got to do some videos at one point. I know. Um, so you got to contract the PC muscle right. to like keep yourself from ejaculating and you'll still orgasm. Wow. Crazy. I mean, it's some training. But the first thing, obviously, is starting to train that muscle. Yeah. And then there's breathing techniques and... And stuff like that. So yeah, where you can teach yourself not to ejaculate. Right. That's awesome. That's so interesting. I, I huh? had no idea that. And honestly, who does not want to have sex with a dude who can do that? Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want him to come like six times and not come so he keeps on going. Right. Oh, <laughs> please. No, it sounds amazing. I'm honestly, I'm going to give this book to somebody I'm dating right now. Yeah, <laughs> Just, I'm sh- like... Hey, here is your homework until yeah. you see me next time. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> It'd be so funny. I'm Sex like, I'm not homework. gonna sleep with you until you learn. That's so mean. Oh, wow. I <laughs> will not do that. that over his head. I will not do that. But that would be super interesting to see if somebody's into that, you know? Yeah. And I so love it. for women, it starts mainly with um getting to know your body. Right. Right. And so obviously the two of us like we <laughs> masturbate so it's a little but i thought it was interesting because i went through the steps again that they do where they really want you to start very 
at the basics mm-hmm. where you start touching your whole body and figure out different hmm. spots. And really it starts from like you start touching your head and you yeah. spend like a whole, I don't know, you can probably choose. Like I spent probably like half an hour yesterday, literally do this at night. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to touch every part of my body and see, see what feels what feels good, like what kind of touch I like. And then interesting. Granted, you got to get to your genitals. Yeah, yeah. Genitals. genitals. You got to get to your vagina at one point. <laughs> your vulva. Sorry. Got very correct here. Um, and then to figure out, even like for us, for example, I haven't actually thought about, apart from like an anal plug and like mm-hmm. whatever I always use, but like the perineum, right, that I think about with dudes all the time, yeah. I hadn't really thought about it for myself because I'm like, oh, I don't have a prostate. So why the fuck would I try to like stimulate yeah. that? But just to be interested in all the different parts of you. Right. And in the book, they even are like, take a mirror. Um which I have done that many yeah. times. Like it's interesting. Totally. I I, I don't think I've ever. Have not, you ever looked in the mirror? Not while masturbating. No. No, not while masturbating. Oh. Just kind of to like. Yes, see, I, oh, yes, yeah. The lay of the land. Yes, I, I yeah, of course. I've done that. <laughs> but it's actually interesting to do that as an adult again because I think that's such a like kid. You know, like I think young girls. Are like, right. What does like, this look what? like? <laughs> exactly. What is this down there? <laughs> and so they kind of um. They start with a lot of things like that, like loving your body. Because if you have a lot of body issues, it will be way harder for you to like pleasure yourself. Totally. Receive pleasure. So it's a lot about that. And then it goes into breathing techniques and into different masturbation techniques. Hmm. And it is. And that's also just in the beginning, granted, right? Like your solo play and then you'll come together as a partner, like right. as partners. And there's some different, yeah, wow. I don't know, hand job techniques, blow job techniques, kind of lingus techniques. So just know. to remind you, the book is called The Multi-Orgasmic Couple. It um, is. I'm going to have to get it. You should. Oh, yeah, man. I'm going to get a couple. So we both can like study alongside <laughs> each other and then come back with little reports. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have a race to see whose partner can pull it off first. Oh my no, God, I'm so kidding. Unfair. I'm kidding. That's not fair. You no, have no. a committed partner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. <laughs> fair enough. Oh, but for the girls, actually, that was the only thing because we also have to obviously use our PC muscles to talk about that a lot. Right. Because that's also what contracts when you have an orgasm. Got it. Um, Oh, funny enough, one last thing about a male um, ejaculation. It's an involuntary muscle spasm oh, when they ejaculate. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was interesting. So you can make it voluntary. Yeah. Wow. Um, but for girls, there's just mainly the PC muscle. And we talked about this before, I think, even during sex. Um, so you can try that with a with a dildo, theoretically, just for yeah. yourself or with kegels um, to like kind of like draw and suck in. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. with your and muscles, squeeze, yeah. the dick slash the you know the, the dildo if you're like training yourself, yeah. you know, <laughs> like that, and then like try to push it out and squeeze or squeeze it while he's trying to get out. Yeah, I mean, he'll never gonna trap him, so guys, don't fucking worry. <laughs> this is just about sensation. You get but also sensation together. for us, right? Because oh, totally. You'll have it tighter. Exactly. Oh yeah. Well, let us sweat a little. <laughs> I love it. My little research. book club for today. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should totally start should a book club. <gasps> Let's do it. Yeah. We should do it with um, our listeners and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so people should write reading. in. Yeah. There is actually... I love that. There's that book. I'm going to put it up. There's this book I um, just ordered, or I actually just got, funny enough, I ordered it a few weeks ago, called Come As You Are. I think we talked about it. I'll put it up and maybe we'll figure out how quickly we can... Read? Yeah. Read, yeah. Okay. I'll show you. Cool. Cute. That was fun. 
<laughs> well, we'll see how quickly our boys are going to become multi-orgasmic <laughs> oh, around boy. us. On to our next section, and that is the gospel. Oh. <laughs> this is what we're going to do every week yeah. until somebody Someone makes us a song. Makes us a song. But the gospel is sex news, news from the world of sex, basically. <laughs> and we, we're going to discuss it. Oh, boy. It's my favorite. I read so much sex news now. It oh, is kind of crazy. Man. It's never ending. <laughs> but so today we're actually going to talk about a specific fetish that um, has been oh, lately re been reported on by Vice. Funny enough, I found this article at Marie Claire. Really? What a random place yeah, to have a, a fetish article. Uh -huh. So obviously, I mean, I think The Guardian wrote about it. There's quite a few. But so this fe so a fetish in general, just to like tell people <laughs> explain it's a bit like my dr ruthie moment but <laughs> i love it and a fetish is a form of a sexual desire which is um dependent on an object or an item of clothing or a specific part of the body that is not normally sexual right so like you can't be like i'm a fetish of of a penis like right. it's not a fetish because that's a sexual object um. <laughs> <laughs> sorry penises aren't objects <laughs> And Venus is a sexual object. <laughs> oh, no. Well, a sexual body part, I'd say. Um, <laughs> body part. Second. <laughs> it's also one okay. of my favorite objects up there. <laughs> well, it can, made, it can be made into an object, you know? Yep. Don't object objectify me. So this is a fetish, and the the world of fetishes we're going into is called animal role play and within that there's different kinds there's like pet play yeah like, like most people have heard of furries before like furries that's, that's exactly a, yeah. furries are like big as so people like in stuffed animal costumes yeah. and also pet plays like you know if i'm like your little cat or right. I'm your dog. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I don't fucking know what I'm doing right now. I'm like, she's, she's doing. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> she's, I don't know. She's acting these out while she's. Oh man, I wish everyone. Cat. <laughs> oh my god. Actually, I've been told that I'm. I have like cat-like features. You, you know? are cat-like a little bit. Yeah, but also like in bed. Oh. I've been told I'm a cat. Really? Yeah, it's funny, but I'm not like in a fetishy. I'm not dressing up and shit, man. <laughs> but so the specific animal role play thing we're gonna talk about is called pony play. Oh man. And pony play. <laughs> I'm, 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 well, actually, the funny awesome. thing is, so we'll start with a little bit of history. Here. Okay, all right. So um, sometimes people who are into pony play, and you can start thinking about what the fuck that means. <laughs> so what is uh, pony play sometimes referred to? Um, the Aristotelian uh, perversion. Correct. In <laughs> reference to to a story of the philosopher Aristotle. I'm sorry, we're just Aristotle. Like Aristotle. Aristotle, who was persuaded by a woman to let her ride on top of him like a horse, like he was her horse, and promise for for some sexual favors, mm. you know? So there's like, it was depicted in different artworks and it's a story, basically. Yeah, okay. So we can, we're already getting closer to what this is. So in the first photos of Pony Play were kind of published in 1946. And so really what it is, is one partner dresses up and embodies a horse mm -hmm. and the other partner handles the horse 
Yeah. So a big part of this fetish is actually not immediately sexual because within that play, first of all, they dress up at ponies as ponies, and that looks fucking wild. It's well, it kind of looks like bondage. But it's a lot of leather. Yeah, it's and... like a, it's a subgenre of BDSM. Yeah, yeah. Let's say that. Yeah, definitely. Like you're using. <laughs> well, no, I'm for sure because one one person's dominant and one person's very submissive. You're correct. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but they have things. It's not a ball gag, but it's like a bit that mm-hmm. that a horse would have. So it, I saw a lot of similarities in that. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy dresses. Now apparently, this, the dress up part of it gets super intense and like expensive because they have parts of like what they would really use on horses, right. but they modify them to fit humans. Yeah, and so yeah, the gags it's very involved. The, yeah, very involved, and yeah. they like kind of dress up really weirdly, and they have like. Mohawky, like yeah, like mains. a horse mane. Yeah, yeah, it's totally crazy. But so, um, so the human horse. Um, so it's a costume role play, some, some, in some way. And there's three kinds. Um, so there's cart ponies, which is like when <laughs> the human pony has to pull a cart. Yeah. Which it, the cart mainly, like the the other person of well, the, the pony handler, plane, I'd, yeah, yeah, the handler is sitting in the cart. Also, looks a little. Most of them look a little BDSM-y, like weird clothing. Yeah, yeah, a little weird clothing. And they have whips, and they're in this cart, and the human pony <laughs> is pulls the fucking cart. <laughs> and I always thought it was like Dom sub, right? Like. Clearly, the pony is the submissive, right. and the dom is like the one with the whip and the yeah. cart. But apparently, some like we saw in this video, we'll, which we'll discuss in more detail. Yeah, some ponies um, was, revolt. Yeah, badly behaving. Like badly he has behaving. like he has like hoofs. On, well, his shoes look like hoofs or whatever. And he's kicking <laughs> the cart as she's trying to whip him. So he's just trying to be like the badly behaved pony. <laughs> and she has to like try to get him yeah. to like do what she needs exactly. him to do. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Okay, and the next one is the riding the pony, which since humans are not really made, like you can't really sit on a human's back right, you know, yeah, on all no. fours. So that mo- sometimes it's like on the shoulders or like specifically placed, but that's the second form mm-hmm. of pony play. And the third form of pony play is the most fantastic of them all is the show pony. Yeah. And the so, show pony. <laughs> they do like barrel racing. They do skills. They horse yeah. around. Yeah, exactly. They they test horse skills. So like they they're jump. jumping over. Yeah. It is crazy. It's like equestrian. Equestrian. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. They jump over things. What do they do? They have like some. They weave through poles. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it, it, it utilizes both equestrian <laughs> horse riding, which is like the jumping over the poles. and But also like rodeo. Barrel racing is rodeo. That's true. So it's it's encompassing all aspects. <laughs> of horsery <laughs> horsery oh my god that's awesome so apparently the part the sexual partner who is the pony that part since we are so technical today is called autosophilia this is when um you get sexually aroused by imagining yourself as an animal right so part of like the pony character is that they get really into into something called the pony headspace right or pony space, yeah, we learn. Pony space. The pony space is like when you really, oh my god, when um you really become a horse in your mind. I think in in my head though, that's a little bit like being a kid. Have you played like being a horse when you're a kid? Yeah, like yeah. that, right? You like jump around. You're like, right, and you want to be a horse, and that's yeah, kind of you how take they on are. Your character, right. 
Exactly, but but it's but they're sexually aroused by it. That's the big difference. Well, yeah, but the thing that's interesting a lot about a lot of fetishes to me is that like the the acts that they're doing while they're doing this role play isn't it's not sexual. It's not like it doesn't look like the ponies have hard-ons or anything. No, I think in yeah. a lot of fetish cases, it's something that they fantasize about while they're it, it gives them something to fantasize about while they're masturbating or having sex. Like it's. It is. Oh, yeah. But we did. Um, well, with a lot of BDSM, just like as an interjection, some people don't even have intercourse, right? Right. Like exactly. They have a session, which is like the play that they're um, setting out in the beginning. And often they don't even have intercourse. Right. Exactly. But they still come. I mean, not always. I yeah. think it always depends. But we saw a video for the pony play. And I think there was a few things that were a little sexual, but not fully. You're right. Yeah. You could nearly be like. Maybe this is just a weird game without any sexual. Well, apart from the dress up. Yeah, I mean the it, it's definitely sexualized, but it's not like there's a bunch of people dressed as ponies and having fucking. sex on a field. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's it's, it's way weirder, man. <laughs> so we saw this video. This video was made um, in 2018, actually, the specific one that we watched in New Orleans, Louisiana, and it was a pony play competition. Granted, so this is like when they go outside. I think if you do pony play at home maybe it's a little bit more sexualized than right. the competition yeah yeah and the competition is just like what is it it's like couples doing different <laughs> well yeah like the barrel racing and the running through the poles and jumping over things like it was and you can win or lose um, yeah not, um, so we saw all these couples everyone's winners in pony play well, that's what she's saying <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> so okay so this video is so fucking amazing so in the beginning you just like see this one couple where he's the pony He's like some real dark pony though, because he's like full of black leather and oh, like yeah. metal and shit, man. And he he's interviewed in the beginning. He says right off the bat, which is like so funny. He's like, I can see a lot of people when they put on their gear, they become horses. And I was like, nobody's becoming a real horse here. Well, yeah, but you you go into character. You go into character because apparently, quote, you, the goal is to express yourself as a pony. <laughs> Which <laughs> we can't, we can't like if if people are into this like no I love no, it it's like yeah, totally it's, not harmful like it's fucking amazing yeah it's just so out there just when did you figure out because it's so precise and detailed do you see their costumes this is not like something where you like at home and you're like oh I'm a little cat right now right or like I'm a little horse I don't know yeah what the fuck yeah just it, it's a very specific it's thing so like, like when, thought through yeah so 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 thought through. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so there was the revolting ones get into character I mean I do like the idea of like getting into character because they were talking a lot about they're like tax paying citizens and yeah. they have nine to fives well it's 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 a release for them like which I understand that part right that you just want to be something you want to express a different part of yourself right. I don't know if I need to be a pony for that but like if you really <laughs> yeah no I haven't it. really like <laughs> Oh, I haven't really thought about it this way. Dif different strokes for different folks, oh but yeah, God. it's they have to be like buttoned up members of society in their normal life. But this is their their escape from Can reality. You imagine you have like an accountant or something, and you've been working with them for years, and it's totally and like, you oh, find yeah. out that they're and in then a pony suddenly play. you see a photo of them in pony gear because. <laughs> That shit looks insane. <laughs> good and for he's them. like, jump he's like jumping over. He's like, I won the pony competition. You're like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> or you 
Oh, yeah. I'm not going to the parents' thing, but that yeah. was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> so they, we also checked out some, like, pony articles on Etsy. I was surprised that it was on Etsy, but then oh, yeah, again, I guess... There's a bunch of, yeah, pony play uh, It really is not cheap. On Etsy. No. It was, like, $700 for, like, a set. Well, yeah, there, there's some more for, like, if you're just That's buying... That's true, if you like, just want the, a mask. Yeah. Wear some mask in a bit. Well, I did read this article about this lady... <laughs> this lady this woman who got, kind of got into pony play mm-hmm. and she it was like very interesting because she was already into bdsm and then she kind of tried it out um and some things she liked and she, some things she didn't like yeah because there's some some stuff of that but with that would be without sex like you say just like walking as a horse and somebody oh, right <laughs> somebody is just directing you <laughs> and like telling you what to do you know um yeah where the sex comes in i don't know but then she met with this um pony well like a a guy who was into pony play anyways and he was a pony and then she was like okay and she had sex with him because she started i don't know she started caressing his tail and Mm -hmm. he got kind of turned on and then it was like very primal animalistic sex and he fucked her from behind and so in that sense kind of pony you know like an animal no it it brings out your and then yeah and then nestled and touched foreheads like it was like funny descriptions and i was like well i guess it's like you're just like pretending to be a little bit of a an animal in bed you know right well sometimes if you if you have trouble expressing like your sexual desires by going into character you're almost like removing yourself from it so it's like oh it's this character Mm, that wants it as opposed to what i want so it might be easier like if you want rough sex and you have you have trouble doing that as yourself totally you could become this yeah i mean i do think actually that's um that's interesting because one of the quotes that from this article was that's her talking about this guy that she met. Right. And she says, rather than the shy and quiet person he claims to be otherwise, as a pony, he's a strong stallion. Right. The ex- center of attention. Right, exactly. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's adopting this role of what maybe what you'd want to be, but you have trouble as that, like just, doing that yourself. Isn't that funny that it will take like a pony outfit right. to get there? Yeah, I mean. I mean, whatever gets you there, man. I mean, definitely. But it just, it is fascinating yeah. what people come up with right that will give them the permission permission to live the part of themselves exactly like right yeah part of it's i wouldn't say it's sad but it's interesting that how that has been kind of developed to be able to uh, express your Mm -hmm. sexuality because otherwise it's so limited yeah i mean that sense there's so many crazy fetish fetishes out there right and then there's some less less so i think but um Definitely. I mean, the video is so out of this world. <laughs> but I mean, in some sense, it's something I definitely do not want to do. I don't want to like jump and stuff in like some right. outfit. Um, but I do get the idea of it being fun to role play. Yeah. Right. And it's just like a different version of it. Right. It's they, they <laughs> just are very committed. <laughs> it's just a fucking crazy version of it <laughs> you guys i mean i'm gonna put up that video and you you have to watch it man it is so funny i don't even some ponies like are really good at jumping some are not <laughs> and then like this one lady is like i just she ties her partner her pony who just pull and she's like he just needs a little bit of time to get into a pony space before we go out and jump around yeah <laughs> like 
what's this like? What's the happening? I, I, I'm very, I'm supportive of it. Oh, yeah. But they, I mean, they're so cute in a sense because they're just talking about like how it gives them permission. And I think that's really, I mean, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, really. exactly. He was a stallion and I was a mare. It's like, oh, so it's like, wow. Actually, that doesn't really work. This woman was, it's not like two ponies having sex. It's a, a sex. I thought it was the pony and the owner. Right. Oh, so it can be. It can like, be probably anything if yeah. you want it to be. Yeah. Be two dogs having sex. I don't know what you want to play. <laughs> whatever, whatever you're into. Two kangaroos having sex. I don't know. You wow. play whatever you want. <laughs> different strokes for different. Folks. Exactly, exactly. And that is a <laughs> wonderful transition into. This is where we worship erotic art mm-hmm. or erotic artists. And and what are we talking about this week? Well, we are going to stay a little bit in the fetishy realm, mm. but it's going to be about erotica. Okay. Um, so this is a very interesting story. Um, so today we're going to talk about something called Den Mei, and um, it's from China. Yep. And it's Chinese erotica or erotic books, basically. Kind of like slash fiction because they're homoerotic. So it's um, two male characters that fall in love. Right. Um, and they're very, they're actually very feminine and um, very pretty men with yeah. like long hair. But the twist is that this genre is for straight women. Well, it's mainly consumed by straight women. Correct. Yeah. And it's also mainly written by straight women. Right. Which is completely interesting because you could think, you could argue, why are these girls not writing um, about themselves in a relationship that they would normally fantasize about? Do you think, like, um, homosexuality is so taboo in China that they would be scared to write about girl on girl? Because that's too... Oh, that direction. That's too- yeah, because I mean, there's. We, we were talking a, a little bit before this show a bit about the the reasoning behind it. Actually, so China is a very conservative country, right? right? So um, until 1997, um, it was prohibited yeah, and like punished illegal. by law yeah. to be homosexual or live it, right. right? And then until 2001, it was seen as a mental illness. Right. So it's really taboo. Yeah. A really taboo thing. Um, and I and there is some ideas or some theories on why these girls connect to or get aroused by two men. Yeah. First of all, they're very feminine, right? We looked at the yeah. They basically the artwork. Look like females. Yeah. They basically look like girls. Like they have basically makeup on. They have long hair. They're yeah. very skinny. And obviously, most of the time, apparently, one character is more has more feminine, feminine traits. Yeah. Um, but so. People have been talking about that it might be. So it's a huge thing in China. Mm-hmm. Massive. And so these, and often the girls who read it become also writers. And it's like really fan fiction-esque right. situations. Um, but so since there's so much taboo about sexuality, watching or reading about two men having sex, you are not part of it if you're a straight woman, right? So you can actually... You don't feel like you don't it's feel like taboo you're doing you. something wrong. You're not doing something wrong because you can't place yourself in that setting. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, and also since apparently these love stories, so um, Den May Den May is like something like pure love. Um, 
and it comes from from a Japanese word and that means boy love mm -hmm. so it's about this kind of like these innocent, boys love yeah. each other this right. innocence this pure love they're really like romantically involved mm -hmm. and it's this um you know this big love story and there's no marriage there's no kids there's no social constructs right. in these stories exactly. so it's very fantasy also looks very fantasy yeah Completely. right I mean they look like ethereal like oh, like elves like, yeah like they could fly yeah <laughs> and we read a little bit of it it's not so it's sexual but no it's not too explicit it's a bit well, innocent. well because uh, isn't porn illegal in China so Correct, they yeah, probably yeah. They, mm -hmm. they probably can't make it too over overly sexualized because then they'd be banned so yeah i mean actually a few years ago a few years ago they banned one of the websites um a denme website with with erotic stories um and labeled it porn and apparently they found out that all the 30 writers that wrote on a page were women and that really fascinated people because people were like wow wouldn't it would be more logical right. for homoerotic stories to be written by right. a man right exactly um not that there is none but so the, the another fun aspect of this is so the girls who are writing and reading mm -hmm. this um Dan May, these like erotic stories, they're called Fu Funu, and that means rotten girls. Yeah, which I'm sure originally was like a supposed to be a bad like a a negative thing that totally. other people called them and then they just adopted it. Yeah, they adopted it. I think it started in Japan and came to China and in China in China, they just reclaimed that term for themselves, and the girls call themselves rotten girls, yeah. kind of in like a, a in pride, jest, yeah. right? They're like, oh, we are rotten, rotten girls, girls because we enjoy this erotic fiction. Right. We enjoy it and own we it. write it. Um, yeah, and it's interesting, right? Because it's like a form of empowerment in a in a in a society that's so that's restricted, so restricted, yeah, right. And I think especially if you put it out on the internet it's there must be like a thrill to it too if I'm porn's sure. illegal and then you find these things or you write them and right. you you know nobody knows about that and it's totally. you writing homoerotic stories right i mean you know what i thought was was so interesting to me though because when i was it, it reminded me of something when i was a, a kid but when i was like 12 or so um we had we had cable and then we had like a paid cable section where you needed like a password, mm -hmm. right? And it was basically like just softcore porn right. channels. So in the middle of the night, I would go downstairs and be like <laughs> trying to, I, I knew the password anyways. So I so was kind of trying to figure out, I wanted to watch some porn. Right. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting interested in this. Yeah. Like, this is, and so the, the, the softcore porn, male, female, I could never see a dick, okay? Right. You could see her naked. Yeah. But you never see him fully naked, just like him entering her, but you couldn't really see it. Yeah, they kind exactly. of like cut around it. And I was like, well, I don't need to see her naked. You know, like I see myself naked. I want to see a fucking penis. Right. Well, exactly. But I want to see an erection. Porn I wanna... is made for men. Exactly. So, yeah. Porn is made for men and then you don't see a dick. So right. what I did do when I was 12, I started watching softcore gay porn. No because way. in softcore gay, gay porn, it's also made for men, correct? Yeah. So you see a dick. Right. And I just wanted to see a fucking penis. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that so Your crazy? Your started early. <laughs> but isn't that so... I just was interested, yeah, yeah, of, you know? Yeah, of course. And as, you, as but it's not people. catered to you, right. which is so crazy. In that sense, I mean, porn in general is like that. Yeah. But that will make also so much sense for them, right? That they are like, oh... We never, we're so used to seeing, actually this girl actually 
wrote me a while ago on on my account um and i think it's the most incredible point we were talking about porn mm -hmm. i think i did like a q a or something on my stories and she wrote me and she's like oh my god i just realized something mm. I've, I'm a straight woman, um, cisgendered, and I just realized that for my whole life, I've been masturbating to women. Yeah. Because she's watching porn, and you see, like, mainstream porn. She's not watching, like, you know, Erica Lust or something right. that's, like, made for a woman. She's watching mainstream porn, and she sees a woman, like, what a man would want to see. So right. she sees an aroused woman all the time, all the time. Yeah. And she's masturbating to the image to, of a woman. Right, exactly. Right? Instead of like what she, what her object of desire, my favorite word, would be theoretically would be right, the from man. from the female's perspective. Correct. Right. And so like me with my porn thing, I was like, well, if I watch the softcore porn, I only see her aroused, but I want to see how he looks aroused. Yeah. So now I have to watch gay porn in order yeah, to like no, get that I mean, look. That makes sense. That's, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Wonder what that just does to people's percep like sexual perception in general. Well, that is just that we look... Actually, this is, I read this in a book. It was such an interesting point by this writer who wrote this book, Three Women. It just came out. And she said, um, we are trained as women in our society, we are trained often to look at other women like men would. Right. Yeah. Right? And totally. especially in a sexual context. Right. But I wonder if that like actually affects, ends up affecting people's sexuality, like their, their orientation. I mean, we see this in China. If you... if the, the funny thing here, I think there's another part of it because it's so taboo probably to be a sexual being yourself that it's easier to see other people do it right. and then not feel ashamed that yeah. you're aroused, um, which is another, adds another yeah, layer of so confusion. Many, so many layers. Because really, there should be no shame, right? And you right. should be. But I think that is a really valid point to say, would it shift something if we girls would look at men? Right. And I do think that the way I write is um, goes more in the direction where where you can it's see a man. A man is like an object of design. Right, exactly. Right? And that we don't... I never... I rarely see that. Exactly. I rarely read that. I wonder how culturally things would shift beyond just sexuality-wise, like how that perception mm -hmm. would could change things. I think it'd be so interesting yeah. to have it switched around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. And to be the lusting. Because see, oh, the, a girlfriend of mine said this once, and it really like threw me for a loop. She said, men like to see what they do to women sexually. Right. And women like to see what is done to them sexually. Exactly. But what if that's just a concept that we, were grow, like we grew up right. with? Right, totally. What if I actually got off on doing something to a man like what if i find giving him a blowjob and having control over him in that moment completely arousing right and his noises all these girls write me all the time they're like i love when he makes a noise i think it's so incredible totally. when he's turned on uh -huh. i mean i think a guy who's like wants to have sex with you i don't know in a restaurant he's dying to go home that is the sexiest thing oh to see. yeah exactly and you doing it to, right. to him Ex oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot of things to like hmm. kind of unpack or look at in we different could, ways. We could change the world by making porn that's from a female's perspective. I mean, people <laughs> try to do that. You know, I think the, the biggest problem with that is that they're all subscription-based, meaning 
a 15 year old won't pay right exactly. for a subscription-based porn and, and i totally understand that yeah i mean apart from i'm not even sure if they could you know i'm um online to right. pay for it um but that means they're gonna go to pornhub and see mainstream free porn and that's not gonna change i think yeah. very fast no because they don't so. have to have right. enough people watching it exactly. but you know there is actually a point to that though. yeah it's very interesting hmm. yeah so this erotica yeah the this is a long drawn out thing, yeah. but I thought it was an interesting concept because it is such a big phenomenon in China that they have this homoerotic um, fiction. Right. In a place where sexuality for, is for so women. suppressed. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. interesting. Well, and also put up some some of the images. It's very interesting. Like they're so like manga esque, but very beautiful yeah. men. And we read a few things and he was very like, what does this one guy? He was like, he was too inexperienced to be a bad boy yet. Yeah, right? something, something like that. Like that. Like kissing it, techniques, and he's like, "Ooh!" And then he got me a little bit. It was kind of yeah. Like, it's it's very it's very PG, but it it, can, it can't be that explicit. I'm sure we have uh, missed the part yeah. where he fucks him from behind. <laughs> but but would that even be legal for someone to put out that and try? Well, and I don't. That? I mean, I think I don't think they're publishing under their real names. To be completely honest, um. So I don't know. Huh. We should we should look into that. Interesting. Onward to our next section. Confessions. 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 We're gonna keep on making ridiculous noises until <laughs> someone makes us a song. So this, she's right. So this is questions from you guys and answers from us. The most sexually versed people <laughs> not no, at all no, definitely not that was a joke <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should start like oh. taking courses or I something mean, i was thinking about yeah. getting a master's in sexual therapy or some shit yeah something just so. you know well i don't have one i just wanted to say this is like i do not have one right exactly <laughs> yet <laughs> but um we have a lot of sex so we should have yeah like, well we'll give biased opinions yeah exactly um so okay first question first question is from a guy and he wrote in and said my girlfriend of two years and i have trouble staying sexually active because we are just so tired every night would you have any tips i mean i don't who's to say how many times a week you should be having sex i i understand if people are just worn out from work and yeah i get that too don't have the energy but um i mean i think a lot of people have that problem yeah definitely for sure you can just have sex on the weekends (laughs) yeah this is what we said earlier for me um i i get that i've been in phases like that you know when you really have so much to do i mean it is if you have a grueling job and you come home and you just can't do it anymore man don't put too much pressure on yourself with numbers i mean i think if you can spend the weekend and like figure out some romantic and sexy ways you Mm -hmm. know to like make up for it or go away for a night do a staycation kind of give yourself like fun things to do maybe don't stay at home you know what i mean right go to the beach have a picnic and like start touching you know her like <laughs> not like crazy i'm not saying have sex with her on the beach but just be like sensual and fun and plan things together right. and i think maybe if you do that consistently on a weekend or something to have like a sexy date mm-hmm. it might actually just in, by like spontaneously come into your sex life otherwise. yeah improve your yeah sex life you know to do and i do i mean i know also if you have a job 
like a full-time job that is very demanding, plus um, you live with your partner, then masturbation can be hard to schedule for yourself. Mm -hmm. But it is kind of an important thing totally. to stay in touch with yourself. So um, if that means you have to s sneak it in, you know, <laughs> yeah. or you communicate with your partner. Right, exactly. So like, hey, you go shopping. I'll, I'll do some self-care. You don't even right. have to be like, I'm going to fucking masturbate even though i don't have a problem saying that i even forget my vibrator sometimes lying around in my place uh, yeah like the a boy i've, I've seen been it. seeing him yeah i've seen it <laughs> like a guy that i've been dating came over and he's like yeah all the sex toys are yeah. out i'm like oh shit i forgot to put them away <laughs> this was not like an I invitation it. it was not a hint hint yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> that's hilarious so i mean maybe actually like that i mean you could also masturbate and maybe your partner wants to join you yeah you know that could be like a fun little thing no exactly i, I mean i've masturbated side by side with someone like that's, that's yeah fun. there's so many things and i mean i think honestly don't don't put so much pressure on yourself with like weeknights or you know right yeah yeah don't just don't put pressure on yourself in general yeah. when when you can you can but don't don't let it get you down I mean, yeah. Don't be hard on yourself. Not at all. Not at all. Okay. Next question. How do you like your partner to clean up after sex? <laughs> paper towels, towels, toilet paper, nothing. Um, this comes from a guy, obviously. Of course. <laughs> so, well, actually, it could also come from a girl. But so this is obviously about um, if you're using the pull-up method and he comes on the girl. Yeah. Outside. <laughs> Of her. <laughs> like on her belly or her yeah. back those are the normal ones wherever in her face yeah you know whatever the fuck he wants to do or she wants really hopefully. yeah um so i don't know i think the the story was a little longer and i think he had he had something with a chick who who didn't want toilet paper she only wanted towels I don't know. For me personally, I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I don't care what you're cleaning up with. I mean, but it's, it's nice for it to be I cleaned up. I would prefer up. it not to be a dirty sock. No, oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> okay, good. Like use some rational, yeah, like, some rational thought. Like it should be something that's clean, right? Well, yeah, exactly. and absorbent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean. She brings a plastic bag. And yeah, you just to scrape bring it off some you. lettuce. <laughs> okay, and then makes you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fetish right there. I'm sure we can find something on Pornhub. Hashtag. Oh. Come lettuce. <laughs> oh, okay, back to our topic. I can never eat a salad again <laughs> with dressing oh that is somewhat God. white. What is a white dressing like? A goddess oh, like ranch. Oh, ranch. Oh, gross. Okay, no. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm um, cleaning up. So, I mean, I don't know. Guys have done anything for me. Like, some people ha have um, wet a towel. Yeah. I, really nice. I think that's nice. Yeah. But, like, if you use paper towels, I don't care. That's nice. Yeah. No, it's just, it's a little bit bad. It's always at a funny moment, I think, when you do lie in bed and he goes, like, to get it. Yeah, because so you're, just, when you're lying, just lying there. And you shouldn't move because otherwise it gets all exactly. over. Exactly. <laughs> so you just... No. Because cum is so sticky. Yeah. Like, I mean, as, if you if you squirt as a girl, it's just, like, water. Right. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. But cum is it's, real bad to get out of shit. So yeah, I yeah. think definitely clean it up. I think it's way nicer. Unless yeah. she's totally into, into it and she's like, hey, I just want to lie in your cum for like the next four hours, which I've never said to anybody. But <laughs> again, there's always somebody. Sometimes, well, it depends on where. It, sometimes he'll come on himself and sometimes I'll lick it off. 
which is hot. <laughs> which is a. What do you mean when you give him a blowjob, or why would he come on himself because he's like yeah, give or him, a handjob, give him a more like handjob, or if well, I use the pull out method. So like if if I'm on top oh. and he comes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think. I mean, so we talked about this before a little bit, but I um. I have an IUD, so when I date somebody for a little bit longer and we've taken tests and everything's fine and whatever, and we sleep with each other, I like men coming, like oh yeah, no, the, the partner yeah. coming inside of me, so I don't have that like all the time right. that somebody's pulling out, right? Because normally it's a condom or you're using no condom, and then you come inside of me. Yeah, so <laughs> you don't have to deal but, with I mean, cleanup too much. Granted, if he does come inside of you, it it'll come out of you, right? <laughs> It'll flow, but for that, it's not that much. Right. And then, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's not gonna clean that up. He's not gonna yeah. sit there and. Lick but it off. I think for for other people, uh, a wet towel is right. Yeah. I think that is like the nicest, but a paper towel is fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think that'd be. <laughs> this, is so, this is fucking hilarious. Well, I mean, I guess if you're out in public, it's a little harder. I haven't thought about that oh, yet. Wow. Like having sex in a just in public? What about just in public? You know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like a, uh, on the lawn, you know? <laughs> He's like, well, like, you just roll over and oh my God, wipe it <laughs> off yourself. All right. Well, uh, moving on. So moving on. You'll have to fend for yourself out there, people, if you're yeah. having public sex. Um, so this girl asked, with having multiple partners over a long time, how do you call things off when um, off with one when you feel you've moved on in person, over text? Is it ever hard with them not wanting to move on? I mean, depending on the person, how long have you been seeing them? But I like to like talk to somebody. I mean, talking to them face to face is the most respectable way to do yeah. that. But, I mean, if but, you slept with somebody twice, you don't have to do that, I think. Yeah. I, I hate giving that. I'm, also, I don't necessarily need if if I had like a two night stand with somebody, I don't need to meet up for coffee for him to tell me to not that he doesn't want to have sex with no, me No, exactly. Well, yeah, it just depends on the length. Yeah. If, if it's if it's something short like that, I would I would just text them back like I'm busy, and then eventually they yeah. get they get the the hint. Yeah, I think that's it's just when you have like I I do understand though if you have it over a longer time. I've always if something like that comes to an end, I've always met up with the person and talked, and it's. I mean, obviously, if, if they don't want to move on, I mean, that would be more like a relationship in my in my sense. Like, yeah, exactly. If somebody is still in love with you and they want to stay with you, and you, I mean, you'll have, I don't know what you do then. I mean, I mean, I've been there, but yeah. nobody's gonna force it on you. No, I think. no. That, I mean, that's it's. I mean, it's sad, obviously, if there's two people and one wants more than the other, and it happens all the fucking time. Yeah, all the time. But what you're supposed to do in that situation, I don't know if there is a right or wrong answer of exactly how to handle it. I think it's all... There's definitely not a right or wrong answer. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends. I think still, though, be as respectable as possible. And a talk is always the most respectable. Yeah. And it's... it's, it's it doesn't have to be long or, like, yeah. dramatic. Yeah. There's never, like, an easy... It, it's going to suck in some way. There's never... Yeah. Any, there isn't yeah. a perfect way to do no, that where no, no one gets hurt. But people, but people change, you know? And I think there's things that change within your life and in your partner's life. Okay. And be honest and... um, Yeah, get it over with. Do it. Say it. 
just be honest. I think actually most people react really well when you're honest with them. Exactly. They, they really do. And it also sometimes people don't want to show that they still in love with you and they're like yeah that's fine that's okay right yeah and you're like yeah oh, gosh, yeah, okay. okay um yeah well <laughs> that being said okay so here this is from a guy and it's a pretty open question and it's um it goes like this what are women scared of most during sex so many things too that you could be scared of <laughs> what would you be scared of uh, i'm actually intrigued well, like getting pregnant for one. Getting pregnant. Yeah, for sure. That was the first one that came to mind for me. I mean, since I have an IUD, I don't think about it anymore. Right, yeah. But I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Especially if you don't use birth control. But scared. Like I STD. Get- but like during sex, like either you're using protection or you're saying fuck it and then you better. Then, yeah. Just fuck it. But I think. This- <laughs> Literally. In so many ways. <laughs> you just fuck it. Um sometimes i would be scared if like the pressure of me coming and i know like i'm just not in the headspace to come and mm-hmm. then just feeling like guilty and not guilty but like insufficient or just hard to please even though that might not be the case but i sometimes feel conscious about the other person or are they gonna feel like they're inadequate if i, I sometimes i'm come. just not in the right headspace so that's yeah. something i could be not scared of but worried about i get that i get i I get that feeling of like you um i mean that's such a hard one because as soon as you're in that headspace it is like then you just can't come then you can't come like that is literally when you get scared i think we we talked about this several times but you got to switch it up because you will be stuck in that moment so that's that's a little scary but i wouldn't say scary it's just something that i yeah that you think about. about i mean i do think um i don't have that as much anymore really rarely ever but i think a lot of women are very self-conscious about their bodies during sex and how it looks like with that i oh i, I don't, don't i, I couldn't, don't i couldn't care less yeah i don't really care at all but i think to dispel that he doesn't care yeah yeah exactly he's really lucky that he gets to fuck you and right. like most guys are like oh, I can fuck you. yeah oh my God. exactly he will not so you don't you. need to worry about if you're bent over a little bit and it might like uh, not be oh the most God. flattering of course it's angle. not yeah. does he look super flattering exactly exactly in every position he doesn't but yeah. i don't give a shit yeah no i love having good. sex with a man right oh my god yeah so i don't know i mean what else could you be afraid of um so many things i don't know i'm really i'm having a hard time like thinking of a lot of things i mean okay we've had pregnancy well it depends on the like if you're having sex in public getting caught oh that's true you could but he (laughs) said specifically as a woman yeah okay right so i mean i guess most guys could be afraid of like getting her pregnant and shit like so that's a pretty similar i think so specifically for a woman maybe that you can't you won't be able to come and he will see that as a sad thing or whatever um woman could be scared of anal (laughs) yes and i understand that oh you've never done it and like if or if you had a bad um experience experience without lube or some shit um that was a wonderful <laughs> pun, not intended, but it's funny. Um, but uh, what else could you be afraid of? I mean, maybe you could be afraid of of not performing well, right? Like yeah. not giving him a good blowjob, for example. Totally. It took me so long to think of this, not because I'm a blowjob master, but I think. But that's something that people could be. Scared yeah, of. but I think also, I mean, I think there's we're taught as women 
from the time we are young that it is our job to please a man right so i think and that's such a fucked up way to go into a romantic relationship totally. just with that in mind not thinking about yourself at all and, and not exploring yourself and not coming to the table being um sexually sensitive and woke <laughs> so but that that being said i think a lot of girls are afraid that they're not going to be good in bed right. they're not going to give him a good blow job and i've been there as like a teenager i was like i don't know what the fuck oh I'm totally doing. yeah it takes- <laughs> i don't know how the fuck do you blow him i don't know it feels good no teeth is told really fast but then there's all, all the other things oh like, yeah it takes practice it takes practice but i think the the actually to dispel the fear to flip around this question for me what was the most important was being in communication with my boyfriend then exactly and then later on with everybody really but really when i was learning i right. have a blowjob just when he would be like oh try this let's try that yeah and i would just try different things and he would see if it feels good and i think that that openness between two people can oh, also happen when you're older and it happens when you're older because people are very specific yeah. right like some people i date want very specific things like they have everyone's different right yeah they some people like anal play more some don't blah 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 mm-hmm. so communication and then the fear of not performing well completely goes right, away because and you're, you're just not playing. trying to guess what they want like it and yeah. you don't think you're bad because i mean you i don't know as soon as you start communicating you won't be bad in bed yeah exactly communication is key so i think that might dispel that big fear and yeah. about the body I mean, again, I actually think masturbating, looking at yourself in the mirror, touching yourself very mm-hmm. kindly, having all these this, that me time as a woman will get you into your body more and accept yourself yeah, more and exactly. therefore have better fucking orgasms. Yeah, you got to love yourself before you love someone else. I've said that many times. I love that. <laughs> I love that. All right. Last but not least, here we have a girl who I've talked to on my Instagram and she actually got a butt plug because I talked about it mm-hmm. on the show awesome. and she started masturbating with it and she really likes it. Yeah. Right. And she's like, I tried it and it with a mind, uh, with a vibrator and it was mind blowing. Yeah. Didn't I tell you? <laughs> Everybody should do that, man. It's, totally. it's great. Um, and now she has a thing. She's like, I don't know how to incorporate it into sex life with my boyfriend though. I don't want him to feel like he's not enough because we have amazing sex already. I don't know how sensitive he is. Yeah, I guess it depends <laughs> on how sensitive he is. Some people could be self-conscious, but no. I mean, you could actually just tell him the fucking story. You could be like, hey, I tried this masturbating. It was so good. I would love to know how that sensation feels like when we have sex. Yeah, exactly. To say it, just be completely honest about I've it. I've done it before with dudes, and they go crazy. Yeah, they like, probably oh, think that's so awesome. Oh, yeah. They'll, he'll probably be excited. <laughs> He's He'd be so excited, and you show him how to put the lube on it, and he yeah. can put it in and out. Like, they're like kids. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love you guys. But boys get, like, so excited about stuff. Oh, as, totally. Am I? obviously yeah. but i think if you give him like that as like kind of a oh, this is a new yeah, play we could do totally talk about how you experience it first and then say like yeah i tried this and it's fun and like let's yeah i would love to feel your dick inside of me while also having a butt plug i mean oh, I, totally I, if you say that he's already like okay I, <laughs> dick inside of you my dick inside of you he's already gonna be <laughs> <Yeah>. sold 
<laughs> you feel so good inside of me. I just want to feel you even closer because the butt plug pushes your dick closer to my clitoris. Well, ex- ex- explain that to him. Like I, yeah. I, I didn't realize that until you told me, and I've told a couple friends that, and my boyfriend. He's like, oh, that's awesome. <gasps> like it's awesome. I like, love that. Yeah, just because it, it, it's well, man. yeah, it's a tool to make his job easier potentially totally. or just and and more also pleasure how we how we talked about this before when i was i think explaining a little bit more about the clitoris but when a woman is really turned on her vaginal canal becomes tighter so everything that gets her more turned on will feel better on a guy's dick right exactly so it's a win-win situation and also, but plug mm-hmm. could be pushing her her wall closer yeah, on him exactly. yeah correct exactly. absolutely it, everyone wins so I think that was a great thing to tell him, you know, yeah. there's so many fun, either <laughs> scientific right. or, or dirty talk ways of getting him to do it. Yeah. We didn't explain what uh, we've explained it in previous episodes, but the idea is that a butt plug actually pushes a penis closer to your G spot since the G spot is at the front of the vagina. Exactly. And so the G spot is really, um, the other side of the um, clitoris. The clitoris is actually way bigger than just like the outside part of it. So the vaginal canal from the inside presses onto the clit from the other side. Right. So you're stimulating So a butt same. plug helps you hit that spot while you're having sex. More tighter. Yeah. yeah. And the nerve endings. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> this is science, man. Yeah, I know. Science, man. So today... <laughs> I love that we are one of the only church, churches that love science. Oh, right. Well, there's the Church of Scientology. But <laughs> They're really into science. <laughs> They're like, there's aliens. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyways, it was a beautiful day at church. We have more questions as always, but there is a Sunday coming up. I think oh, yeah. in seven days. I, there's, will be another one, hopefully. Oh my god! <laughs> Unless Scientology is right, and no, 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 no. I don't think that's even part of their religion. Well, um, it was so beautiful. Thank you for Pussy joining Church. us for another session of Pussy Church. Pussy Church. It's so lovely, actually. Yeah. This girl was like talking. I think I sent you her DM. She was like, "Oh, I um, I'm really sexually open, but I have a hard time talking to my partner, um." about sex, like about what I want and stuff. And Mona and you talking so freely and like made it easier for me to communicate yeah. with them. No, that's awesome. I love that. I love it. Sex is so fun to talk about. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. as I talk about it for hours <laughs> every day. I love it. Oh, all right, guys. Thank you. And blessed be the pussy. See you guys next Sunday. Praise be. Well, amen to that, sisters and brothers. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. You can find me at Tales of Lara on Instagram and make sure to visit my website, talesoflara.com, to subscribe to the show and sign up for my wild newsletter. If you like today's show, please, please, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be fucking amazing too. See you next Sunday.